This is Retirement Talk. I'm Dal Lowry. I've entitled this podcast, Grandfathers, Granddaughters, and History. Grandfathers should never argue with granddaughters. I hold this as a basic truism. It just doesn't seem right. A few years ago, my 11-year-old granddaughter and I had a little discussion or disagreement concerning history. Maybe it was more of a clarification. I hate to think it was an argument. My granddaughter and I, we get along. But as to the value of history, we had a little disagreement. Zoe, my granddaughter, and I were talking about her school. She said she liked math, language, science, and most everything else in school. The only subject she didn't really care for was history. Well, this was impossible for this grandfather to accept. After all, I'd spent most of my life reading and teaching history in one form or another. She said she was more interested in the future, what was going to happen, not what happened way back when to other people. Her attitude illustrates the trend in education that is all too pervasive today, the STEM program science, technology, engineering, and math that's stalking our schools today. That plus the testing craze that has infected, if not destroyed, the real essence of education was being revealed in the thought process of my own granddaughter. This was upsetting. I pleaded the case for history. I argued that only by studying that successes and failures of the past can we hope to rise above the past and avoid the pitfalls that have entrapped our ancestors. I use the old map analogy. If we could compare life to a quest for treasure, and if others had searched for it for hundreds or thousands of years, and some had found it and some had not, wouldn't we want to know which way they turned which road they traveled, which rivers they crossed, deserts they had wandered, and quicksand they'd fallen into. History tells us their tale. History's like a map of their travels. Wouldn't we want to know all of the hazards? Wouldn't we want to know what has worked and what hasn't? I went on to use the rise of fascism as an example. Wouldn't we want to know about how dictators have come to power, how democracies have been destroyed, how minorities have been turned into scapegoats and persecuted, how truth has been twisted and stood on its head? Maybe I overdid it. She didn't buy it. I can't blame her. She was 11. She goes to school in this century. Little value is placed on history in our schools today. They seem to be extensions of business and industry. The goal is to buy and sell products and produce consumers. Students need to know how to read labels and advertising. They need to be able to make change. Students need to follow rules, just like law, without question and without thought. Lauren Isley said, men should discover their past only so we can learn our limitations and come in time to suffer life with compassion. 
the Patriot Act and all of its implications come to mind when I think about that. The acceptance of torture in America seems like such a reversal of all logic and historical experience. But there it is. The abandonment of civil liberties is shameful. Even a cursory glance at history illustrates the insanity of such action. The abandonment of placing our trust in science is similarly illustrated. Isley's thoughts haunt me. How can we learn to suffer life with compassion? How can we learn our limitations? This is where history comes in. That's why we study it. That's why we retired folks like to sit back on occasion and reminisce on lessons learned. This is why we tend to be a bit more tolerant than we were as youth. We've made mistakes. We've seen mistakes. We know that there is no such thing as too much compassion or too much learning. I recall a conversation with my father-in-law when he was in his 80s. He was a very religious man. He and the American Lutheran Church had been lifelong companions on a daily basis. Definitely a possessor of family values. He was a product of the Depression. He was a Roosevelt Democrat. We got along politically. One night, as we sat in his overheated living room and watched the evening news, a comment was made about the poor quality of news. As an example, the Janet Jackson bearing of the breast at the Super Bowl was mentioned. He turned in his chair and said, Yeah, what was that all about anyway? All that talk about a bare bosom. Men have been going without their shirts forever. Why can't women? I mean, I can understand it when they use those old ringer washing machines. But nowadays, no one uses those anymore. Why can't women go without their shirts if they want to? And then almost as an afterthought added, who made that rule anyway? We grandparents need to talk more to our grandchildren. We have experience in knowing limitations, and we certainly have learned to suffer life with compassion. I'm still a fan of history. Hopefully my granddaughter and other American youth will get that way in the future. After all, their education is just getting underway. We older folks might do well to share our experiences and stories with our grandchildren. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.